Welcome back to this week's podcast, guys. This is just a quick disclaimer before we get into the actual show. I accidentally called this podcast the Thompson Tunes Podcast, but after a little bit of a rebrand, thanks to Jared Power, thanks, Jez, we've got some new logos and some new artwork, so we're now the Thompson Talks Podcast. So you'll see all the new logos and stuff in this episode. If you guys like it, let me know. If there's anything you think you could do to it, let us know. Apart from that, enjoy this week's show with a very special guest. Welcome back to the Thompson Tunes podcast. Uh, we've been trying to start this recording for about two hours now, and we're finally on the road. So welcome to episode three, and I'm here with a very special guest, Mr. Jackson. Jackson, what's going on, pal? Oh, not much, man. Just vibing. Vibing. So this is the uh, the infamous girlfriend's brother. I called him that like three times, and he fucking hated me for it. So I had to get you on eventually, and by all the technical difficulties that we we had a lot of we're chilling we're ready to go we we somehow got here there was look if we ever do it again on this pc hopefully we figured it out but i don't think we have so let's just fucking jump into it so i've got a few topics we're just gonna go off the dome for most of it because this is already a fucking mess at this point um so let's start off nice and light with a popular topic golf Golf. So we started getting... I started getting into golf. I talked about it in my Lockdown Hobbies episode, which was the first one. And then I had a chat. No, I, didn't, I don't think I talked to Ned about golf. But I'm going to talk to you about golf. Because you played golf? Oh, I trained golf. Trained golf. So you basically... When I was like eight. So you played... Did you actually play when you were a kid or did you just train? Oh, I trained. I went to the, Austra- the Australian Open. Saw Tiger Woods play. I've never heard that before. Oh, really? When was that? 2010? I didn't even know there was an Australian Open for golf. Oh, yeah. It was in Melbourne. There you go. I've got a hat full of golfer signatures. What the fuck? Couldn't you... tell you who they were, <laughs> but I got one. Excellent. Was that? Did Tiger win that? Or... I couldn't was tell Was he shit back then? No, he was good back then. Huh. Best in the world. Of course he was. So, you played. you did training for golf when you were a kid. Yeah. Did you choose to do golf, or were you? Did your parents just go like, "Yeah, do golf"? No, well, Dad was like, "Do golf." <laughs> did you enjoy golf? I wasn't bad. It was something to do. I wasn't that good at footy, so <laughs> I needed something else to do. <laughs> so, your what your only sports as a kid were what? Footy, golf, and I played soccer for half a season. And what was your favourite sport? Ah, uh, looking back at it, it'd be footy. Footy, but it'd be golf now. Because <laughs> I didn't I only played one season of footy. Alright, so flashback no flash forward to now and we've been playing we played golf a few times at a local course near us. Uh first off, I'll just retract on a comment you made when we were out on the course on Wednesday. It's like playing on top of Mount Everest. So this course is shit house. Yeah, it's not good. It's the most mountainous course. It's just in like a little rural bushland. And it's just hilly as shit. And we attempted the the front nine, which is essentially the back nine, in terms of you have to walk further back on the course to play it. Give us your, give us your overall rating of that day of golf. Oh, it was a rough day. <laughs> I'd give it maybe a five. That was... We've, we haven't been playing golf for a very long time again. This is like, what, the fourth week since we picked it back up? Yeah, probably. And that was atrocious. We hit, we lost, I personally lost like three balls. 
we ran out of energy before we even made it back to the first hole to get back into the car and we both had a few holes where the driver was not our friend whatsoever i don't know if you want to talk to us about your nightmare hole and then i'll talk about mine well i don't really want to relive those memories (laughs) so we found out there was holes that go further back than we thought and we went back there and one of the holes is a really narrow fairway with a big before that we'll reach what what was it hole six is this my hole no the camel's hump oh camel humps where you're sitting there and you need a partner that has to go up about a what was it a a four foot four five foot ladder yeah platform so you can watch the ball go over the hill because where you're standing where you tee off you can't see it at all because there's just a hill in front of you and mind you even when you're on this ladder you cannot see the hole so we'd never played the hole before. We'd looked at the, the course or the map of the hole and it sort of just is straight a little bit to the right at the end, if anything. But we didn't realise off rip that once you get over the two hills, because it goes over one, then comes down, then goes over another, it goes over a third and the hole is essentially in a valley. So I thought I hit a good drive, never found the ball. You didn't hit the best tee shot, and you ended up paring that hole? I went that right. I was out in the boonie docks, (laughs) and I just hit a perfect three-iron just in between two trees for the perfect shot of the day. Landed just past the the sand greens. The sand greens are atrocious. That is by far the best iron shot I've seen hit on that course. Straight through. Mind you, when he says straight through two trees, it was dead center between two trees that were lined up perfectly in a V-shape. Also just hitting hope for the best because I had no idea where the green was. <laughs> Initially didn't even find his ball, found another ball that was 10 metres behind where his landed and then hit his and it was a... It looked like it almost... Wasn't it like a foot from the green? Yeah, just at the back. Great shot. So at, at the start of the, this day also, my my bad hole was hole... F- oh, might have been five actually. The hole before, the camel humps, excuse me. And I'd hit driver okay in the morning, probably sliced every single one of them, but that's natural. <laughs> On this hole, I could not make contact with the ball to save my ass. And I hit, I think I was, I had three tee shots on that hole, drove it into the to the left twice and then the third one was just a worm burner just bulleted across the ground (laughs) so overall that was a bad day of golf there was no wind there was a lot of wind overcast it rained a little bit on the way there some some old bloke hit a little chip shot from what 40 50 feet out on the 18th hole right yeah it was good straight in the hole he was pretty happy with himself that was probably the best part of that day to be fair i'd be chuffed if i did that too to be honest oh yeah and he had all of his oldies on the on the cart around the around the 18th hole, so he, he got to brag a little bit, which was good. So, that's the golf stories for today. Uh, also on golf stories, I came in, I had a chat with one of my mates who, after the first episode, who also said he picked up golf as a lockdown hobby, and we played around. Shout out Luke. Uh, we were both shit. I came into it thinking he was going to be better than me. And I think he came in the same way. And we were both shit. Um, ripped the Nike ball that went into the dam. That was a good ball. But, yeah, look, golf has been a good lockdown hobby. And we'll transition. We'll just keep on sport for now. 
I don't really want to talk about this. The basketball. So I'm obviously a Celtics fan. Jackson is. I'm a Raptor. He's a Raptor. We're the North. So we've been in this Eastern, this East semi. This is the third game today. Celtics are up 2-0 comfortably. Um, yeah. I, I remember after the second game, you were saying bring out the brooms already. You were safe as houses going into this game. And lo and behold, Mr. OG Ananobi. After an absolute dime by Kyle Lowry. Over Taco Over Fall, the tallest player in NBA. Over a 7'7 man with shoes on. Straight to OG in the corner. Jalen Brown doesn't close out. OG hits the most cold, frozen face three, dagger, walks off like Just nothing happened. Just walks off like nothing happened. And I'm a little bit heartbroken, to be honest, but I'm glad it was OG because I respect OG. He's a great defender. And when he shoots, he expects it to go in. And if you haven't seen the post-game interview, please watch it because it's so funny. He just has... He's like Kawhi's long-lost brother. Like, they're both just animals. They're robots. They just don't have emotion. But yeah, that game... The game today, you watched most of the game before you thought it was over. What Until that was definitely a flagrant call <laughs> against Kyle Lowry after he got kneed in the nuts. So, it was... There was a scrappy game. There was a few flagrants. Um, overall, it was a good game. Tatum didn't really get going until late. Oh, Tatum. Pascal was... He was in Antarctica for the first half <laughs> Pascal of the game. Pascal Siakam... That's a good topic. Pascal... Coming into this series, I was scared of Pascal Siakam. And now, I'm not even sure that he can play basketball at the moment. He turned up in the fourth quarter a little bit, though. Well, he knew the season was on the line. <laughs> Essentially, if if OG didn't hit that game and we went 3-0 up, it, would have, it might be a different outcome. But... I still have the Celtics in five, but that that shifts the momentum a little bit, and next game will be very interesting. Might be deja vu all over again. I hope not. Like us against the Bucks. I really year. hope not. We either w- way, I'm happy if either of us win. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, in terms of the other Eastern Conference semi, I'm not sure who I really. Want to win? Well, the Heat are two nil up. The Heat are two nil up, but that it's whether Giannis is going to find another gear, or if his team starts to do something. Because Jimmy, I'm not sure about you, but I think Jimmy I'd buckets. Ra- I think I'd rather play the Heat because I think the Bucks do a lot better against the Celtics because sometimes we struggle with Giannis. I don't know who the Raptors would prefer. Who would you prefer to come up against in the next in the Eastern Conference? Uh, well, we can control Giannis. That's the Pascal thing. can play on Giannis, but it's the rest of the Bucks team. Like Gasol's not a good matchup against Lopez. Gasol is an interesting one in general because he's like seventy at this point. He moves like a slug on the court, but like today in the first quarter. For most of the first quarter, the only scoring you had came from Larry and Gasol. He's just got that basketball IQ that no one else has. I guess so. He's a very vet player. But look, this series is going to go good. I think it's going to be a long series now. I still have the Celtics in five, but Sunday's, I think it's Sunday's game. 
that's going to be a big turning point for both teams. It's scary. It is scary. Um, in terms of the West, I don't know if you saw the Lakers... No, the Clippers Nuggets score today. Oh, I did see that, yeah. Are we going to try and say that they just needed a break because they just had a seven game seven like two days ago? No, oh, you could say that, yeah. I I just hope this series is competitive. But the Clippers are definitely the more stronger team. That's for sure. Kawhi Leonard is. If people don't have Kawhi Leonard in like their at least their top five, they're not watching basketball. Yeah, no, not at all. Because he is a freak I gained more appreciation for him when he won the chip last year with you guys and watching him play on the Clippers he is just automatic he is a walking 30 point game every night oh yeah he doesn't even need a team around him to do it either oh well Paul George showcased that in the first round because he was dog shit for most of the games <laughs> but look with with Montrez Harrell I don't know about Pat Bev Lou Will Kawhi PG like that's th- those Clippers are a scary looking team and if the Clippers get out of that series and the Lakers get out of theirs, which you'd safely assume they will, I don't know who's going to win out of that. Yeah, LeBron will have to turn up another gear. And the thing is, in terms of the Clippers, you don't know who... I guess you'd put Kawhi on AD, but whether Kawhi can do that all on his own, because AD is just a different beast. Oh, yeah. He's crazy. He is a machine. So, basketball's turning up. Every round's been crazy. Every game's been crazy. And go Celtics. I still think we're going to win. I'm confident. All right. Done with the basketball talk. Now I want to get into a a different topic. This is one I was going to pin with just about half my guests because this is something I haven't experienced. Or, well, I have half experienced it, but not really but I know you have many times, and it's moving houses. Because yeah. I've never moved houses, and how many houses have you lived in? Uh, five or six. Which is crazy to me. So, from your first... We won't say any names of places, just for the sake of it. For your first, your first house that you lived in, and moving away from there... Yeah. What was the... Uh, I don't know if you'll remember it. I don't know how... How old were you when you were moving from your first house? Uh, 12. So you were pretty, like... You knew what was happening. Well, we moved on Boxing Day. Jeez. Of 2011. There you go. Yeah. So what? when you heard you were moving, like, were you upset that you were moving away from heaps of friends? Or, like, did you not give a shit? Or Oh, yeah. Was def- well, at this stage, I already finished primary school and we were all going into high school and our friendship group were we were split between what high schools to go to right so So already there's a bit of that divide yeah there was already a divide and then moving houses not only houses but was towns oh yeah so you moved good four hours away yeah which is a massive massive like a lot of people probably move just down the road like we've just had a mate who's moved from not even 10 kilometers away to a new house so what's packing up all your stuff like uh i'm pretty sure i've still got most of that stuff in storage to this day (laughs) so it's a obviously i can't really say i've moved but i've moved a lot of shit into this house because i live with you 
and your family and my girlfriend. So I've just moved like clothes and my console and shit here. Just the necessities. Just the necessities. So packing up a whole house, like is that how long do you reckon you'd say it takes to pack up everything? Oh, it definitely takes at least a week, two. Right. And then the the process of moving and then unpacking, I assume a lot of stuff just stays. Oh, yeah. Well, when we first moved up there, we lived in a rental house, so we didn't unpack everything while the other house was getting built. Right. And then we pretty much fully unpacked in the house we built, and we stayed in that house for probably not a year, if that. And then moved again. And then moved to here. Right. So we had to pack everything back up to move down to here. So in terms of moving towns, how many towns have you lived in? Uh, three. Three. And so you started in one town with one house, then you moved to a rental in a different town, and then to a built home in that same town. Yeah. And then a rental in this town. Yeah. And now this house in this town. Well, yeah, technically moved into another rental and then into this one. Right. Yeah, that's a lot of movement. So I guess that really makes sense. You probably still have a lot of stuff even now. You wouldn't even know where it is. Oh, yeah. So, like, moving... You, obviously, you just throw everything You throw everything into a truck and just go. Yep. Yeah. Bikes come along, pick up stuff, take it in the truck and hook down the highway. <laughs> so that first time, obviously, back to the friends thing, you would have been, like, divided, obviously, as you were going to high school anyway. But then okay. losing a lot of those friends... Did you lose a lot of contact with them straight away? Oh, no. I still keep in contact with nearly everyone down there. Right. And then the second place you moved to, did you, like, make as many friends there or did you just kind of not care about it? Uh, There, I made a lot of friends. But since I've moved away, I would only speak to about one. Right. And that's probably on a bi-yearly basis. So, and now you're here, and we've settled in with the boys. The boys. We've got a good group of about nine of us. So, those friends that you still talk to from, like, all that time ago, do you still have, like, decent contact with them, or do you just talk to them every now and then? Um, it's usually decent contact. Well, we all we all used to play Xbox together. Right. Until most of them moved to PC. Right. There's still one that plays Xbox, and he'll get... The next gen Xbox. So he might slide into it. So he might slide into the boys. Which would be good. He was a huge Zombies fan and COD fan. Always a good, an easy addition to the party. Easy addition. So that's a good transition. We'll go off the house moving topic into the console shit. So I talked in the first podcast about how all the boys are jumping to Xbox Series X. I've learnt the name of it now. (laughs) From we're on PS4 at the moment. I think you were a big advocate for this initially. Oh, yeah. So why why did you want everyone to swap? Well, the PS4 was technically the first PlayStation console I ever owned. Right. So you were an Xbox boy from day yeah. one. Well, I had a PS2, but I only played San Andreas on yep, that pretty much. Of course, yeah. And then we moved to 360, had that for many, many years. Best console ever? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, good. I'm glad you agree. Well, the controllers for the Xbox, they're more 
comfortable for I me. I must say, they're my, they're just built for like actual hands. They're built for big normal hands. The PS4 controllers are built for like a toddler, and it really. I think I have chronic hand pain because of them, <laughs> to be honest. And I've recently just picked up the Xbox One again because, or for the first time, because you have an extra console. Yeah, and we've I, been playing. I bought the. I don't even know what it's called. The day one, the oh, what was it? It was like a pro or something. Yeah, the Xbox. I don't know X X. Who knows? I think it was the Xbox One X. And the S Seven Twenty. The next gen console is the Series X. Which is I don't really get the naming thing. Because I remember back in the day... Oh, back we, in the day to be the 720, knew, and then it'll be the, the 1080. Everyone knew the name. Everyone just thought they were going to go up by 360 intervals. Nah. But, we, yeah, we've been playing PGA 2K21 every now and then, which is great fun. Oh, that is a good game. Can't and wait until everyone else gets yeah, onto we're, it. Yeah, we're eagerly waiting until we get the next gen so we can all play on some created courses that we were playing on the other day which get quite ridiculous oh yeah but just holding that controller compared to the playstation one is like a dream it's a lot more robust too. it is and well judging by some of the ones that you have that have a backside panel missing that still operate they can take a beating which well, is important i've had the console since what when did they come out i think it was 13 january 2014 i got my original Right. Xbox console. So you didn't get a day one? No. I got a bundle with FIFA 15. Nice. So you, you were Xbox. We'll talk about that also. You weren't a PlayStation 4 boy. No. You were an Xbox One. So what made you jump? Why did you get a PS4? Uh, I was pretty much another dude who uh, I'm still friends with here. It's not a part of the boys or the lads. The lads. Lads, he was uh, pretty much a... A day one since I've moved here. Right. Who's a, who's a Sparky? Shout out Big Bryce. I yeah, Big Bryce, yep. Yeah. He, uh, he got me onto it. So you jumped to PlayStation just to play with him initially. Yeah, pretty much. And then just as it goes, that was the console that everyone already had. Yeah. So slowly after... What year... You moved here in terms of schooling years. It was what? You started year nine? Yeah. Which would have been 20... I think we graduated in 2017. Yeah, we graduated year 12 in 2017. So, so you'd gonna... say that's... fit. Oh, my math is gone. I think it's, what, 2015? Yeah. Say 15, 14 even. Yeah. Yeah, 14 late, sounds right. It was late 2014 because I still did the... Uh, whatever it was called, the step up or whatever we called it. Oh, yeah, that we had like an orientation week where yeah. you go up to the next year level. So... And was there for that? That year did you was that the year that you got the playstation oh no No. i've only owned the playstation for two years right and you can i can clearly tell you're not a fan oh it's not a bad console i mean i have games from it that i've still never opened that's true i've seen them but in terms of like this is something i've found because i'm obviously the opposite i had playstation since not day one, probably Christmas of the year that it came out. And just having the interface, being around the PlayStation interface for so long, I struggled to adapt to the Xbox One. But I guess that you... Is it different? Like, which UI do you prefer, the Xbox or the PlayStation? Um, I feel like the Xbox is a lot smoother and quicker. I agree. Well, the main the main thing is, with a PS4, you have to hold down the home button 
to access all the features. That's true. Where with an Xbox, you just press it. I have noticed that was one thing I was like doing. I was holding down the button. It was like, would yeah. you like to turn the console off? Holding down will turn off the console. We'll give you an option to turn down the console. Yeah, so the Xbox, it's quicker. I must say the menu and the UI is like more organized. Whereas on PlayStation, you have to scroll across for everything. Yeah. Whereas on the Xbox, it's like if you want your games, you press your games. And then all your games come up in alphabetical order. Whereas on PlayStation, I think it just defaults to the most recently opened app, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. So, although the Xbox party chat is a bit ropey. Yeah. It's not the clearest sort of thing. Yes. I mean, it's better than MW2 game chat days. I mean, I'm pretty confident anything could be better than that. Even the technical difficulties we were having with this (laughs) sounded better than that. Bring them back. Bring them back. But... The PS4 definitely outdoes the Xbox in party chat. Yeah, that's for sure. And I'm glad that they added, or they changed the max to 16 players. Yeah. Because there was nights, I remember, like a couple of years ago, where like, we just wouldn't have enough room for everyone in the party. Because it was, well, it used to be a max of eight. No idea. Which is regular for us now. Like, we pretty much have eight it, on yeah. a few times a week. The X- um, We never really reached the Xbox one. I think at one stage, it had a 32 limit. Jeez. But that was for like... Because you can get... Join clubs and stuff on there. Right. So that was probably for club meetings. <laughs> right. Which we have a, a bit of experience with. <laughs> That's a good... I like that little segue of the word club also. Speaking of FIFA 15 and FIFA, we've all just convinced everyone... I say we. It was me... I'm going to shout out the boys here. It was me, Owen... Jez and Angie. We were the FIFA boys this year and we've been playing pro clubs for a little while and we love it. It's just good fun. Um, Get up forward and just fuck around for a whole game. And FIFA 20 is now, it was what, $8 on the PlayStation store. Yeah, 7 or 8 bucks. We convinced everyone to get it. Everyone except one. Everyone except one. You know who you are. Everyone knows who you are. You know exactly who you are. So, I believe, whether it's tonight or in the near future, we're going to try and get a real big game of pro clubs going on. Just before we even think about that, how do you think that's going to go? <laughs> oh, it definitely won't go too well. Because... Seaman, my only experience on pro, pro clubs was being a goalkeeper. And, see, that's the thing. You've, at least you've got any experience. Some people would have never played clubs in this group. That is true. And the level of soccer IQ between the boys varies incredibly. So, I feel as though, reminiscent of our COD 4v4s, there could be a bit of abusive language yeah. thrown in the Even party. though we're all on the same team here, it might turn into a bit of COD 4v4s. It might turn into a bit of a bloodbath, which could make it, to be fair. It could make it, could it better. could make it. But... I'm excited, to be honest. I think it's going to be fun as. And if that one person decides that he wants to get it and join us, I think it would be even better. I reckon that'd be great. So, you know who you are. And I'm going to personally timestamp this part of the podcast, remember it, and I'm going to send it to you to let you know it's about you. Get the game. Exactly. Get the game. We'll enjoy it. Seven bucks. 
I mean, just get it. We'll have fun. It's just straight facts. We we don't care that it's a small cheeseburger meal for McDonald's. It's and a good game. Look, you get more enjoyment out of a FIFA 20 than a, a, a cheeseburger meal. You probably forget you had the cheeseburger meal in a day, whereas you probably break your controller playing FIFA. That's a better experience. Exactly right. All right. Let's get away from gaming and weird shit like that and go into a different topic that I didn't even think of, my girlfriend thought of, because oh, my girlfriend is your twin. Mm-hmm. So next topic. <laughs> we'll, we'll, no, we don't have powers. We'll, we'll glance at. Well, sometimes I think you do because you do very similar things, or you say the same shit like one second after the other. But that's because I just don't pay attention enough. <laughs> this, I've, I never had twin friends growing up, and obviously you, <laughs> you boy and girl twins. Was there any growing up? Was there any annoying twin shit that happened to you? Was there like people that would talk to you because you're t- just because you're twins, or like teachers that would expect shit of you because you're twins? Oh yeah, well Jess was definitely better at school than me. <laughs> Same, yeah. She's going to uni, <laughs> and I'm not. So when you would you the classes thing interests me because you weren't in the same class every year. No, the only year we were together was in prep. So, and you wouldn't even remember that. Yeah, no. But I reckon Mother did, and Mother wasn't a fan, so she requested that the school not put us in the same class. Right. Which, what do you think, do you think that was better, or would you have preferred to have been in a class together? Oh, no, that was definitely better. Better? Yeah. So, when you were growing up, did you have any, like, friend groups that clashed, or were you all just, did you just have separate friends because you were in different classes? Oh, no, we definitely had separate friends. Yeah. Because I remember we had some weird twins in primary school. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got that school of weird twins. <laughs> that were... By the way, it wasn't it wasn't me. <laughs> just just putting it out there. I it was another one. I can confirm that. I've seen a weird little TV oh, the, snippet. When we were on the news, yep. That, that, was, that had some weird twins on it. But our twins at our primary school, they were inseparable. They had to be everywhere together in the same class. They were both girls, so they were identical twins. And they were very odd. But going to the odd twins thing and that little TV snippet thing that you did, <laughs> do you want to just give us a very quick overview of what that was? Um, apparently, there was some record down there that we broke that there was five sets of twins starting in the exact same year level. Which is quite a lot when you think about it. That's like 10 kids in a year level of whatever, is quite a few kids. Yeah, so we got on the news for that. Came to the house and did some some videos of how we get ready for school. Granted, it was on a a Saturday afternoon. (laughs) So they've made you get ready. So I was sitting here, I was about five, getting ready for school on a Saturday afternoon while these camera people were (laughs) recording recording me for the news. And I've seen the, the snippet. I don't know if they just made you do some weird things. Or if, because you were kids, you just had no idea what was going on. But you two were probably the most, excuse me, normal (laughs) pair of twins. There was definitely some odd twins in the same clip. Oh, there's definitely odd. Yeah, there were odd ones, yeah. So, that's just, that's fun, something to hold on to. Just, I remember hearing that for the first time, like, oh, have you seen when we were in 
primary school and the TV, the news came to our house because there was five sets of twins. Yeah, we, odd, uh, we whipped out the home videos that one night. That was a great night. I don't know, but I don't know why the news was... I don't know, that's weird. Weird to me that the news is so interested in yeah. ten kids. Who knows? I was five, so I didn't know. <laughs> and you probably don't regret it because it's a good bit of footage to, to oh, yeah. throw I'll cherish that. Alright, how long are we at for the pod here? 31. 31 minutes. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, what can we talk about? Have you got anything you want to talk about? No, you run, well, you run out of topics. I've, I've, got, I've hit all my big topics, but I've got some in mind, and you're going to love this one. Oh, God. Your car. My car. You've got a big Nissan Navara. I do indeed. It's all raised. It's got... Yeah, it's got a three-inch lift on it. It's got a tray. Canopy. Got a... Yep. It's got a snorkel. It does indeed. It's perfect for what some might call bush bashing. Bush bashing. Four-wheel driving. Now... Off-roading. Now, out of everyone that I've seen you go with, your car is the most equipped. Oh, yeah. So, you've got to have one good story that you can lay us out a bush bashing story where you've gone out with some mates and something's happened well nothing really ever happened with my car except the first time I went out with Ethan and shout out Ethan yeah shout out Ethan also four wheel drives in his Triton newbie to the game must say it was we weren't we haven't even started we're in a field and I just I just went in wrong and got bogged. <laughs> Not even two minutes into that trip. So this is this is you've been plenty of times before that night. Yeah. But that night you just decided you forgot. I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got stuck, and that was a hell of a fight to get out. So you have your car's the only one that's got a winch on it. Yeah. So I assume you just attach it to something and you're ready to go out. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we had to connect it to a tree, that one, because uh, I was that stuck that <laughs> Ethan's car couldn't even pull me out. So, there's one story that I'm thinking of that I don't remember, but I remember something about a smashed window. Oh, yeah. that Do was you remember in, that story? That was in Geordie's car. So, lay that one out for us. Well, we were going into uh, this track, and it looked pretty deep. And Geordie, he pussied out. He pussied out of it. So, without thinking, he just whipped it into reverse, and he didn't see the tree behind him. <laughs> and just bang. Half of his tray bent in, and it flung back and hit the back windscreen. Jeez. Got pretty mad whiplash. <laughs> I don't even think the parents know about it <laughs> until this. <laughs> Whether or not they listen to this yeah. is probably a doubt. So, so we full, be safe. We full knocked out the back window. Just shattered it. Yeah. And then we got rid of all the other pieces lying around because the track was a fair fair way from home and you didn't want to drive home on the roads and just have the cops behind you and pull you up because you're missing a back window. Fair enough. And Geordie was too afraid to take it home to his parents. So he went to he went to Woolworths and he tried to buy some uh, Glad Wrap <laughs> and tried and made a back window with Glad Wrap. <laughs> That that didn't go too well. So, attempting to make a back window with glad wrap. Yeah. I assume the level of intelligence was there that surely you tried to tape the glad wrap? Oh, yeah, it was 
Tried to duct tape it on there. And to no avail? No. The wind just got up. <laughs> so, did the glass... You, so, he's backed into a tree. I assume most of the glass has gone inwards into the car. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of it on the ground to this day. <laughs> if you go back out to that same track. Yeah, that exact same track. And after, what was the, the backlash like when he got home? Did his parents find out or did he hide it before he got oh, fixed? Yeah. Um, I think he actually got it fixed before his parents found out. There you go. Yeah. Quick thinking. So I'm not into the I'm not massive into this big four by four shit because I've got my little my little 1994 Toyota Camry, the old goes from A to B machine. I love it to death. And I remember the other day we were going to throw out. I bought a new gaming chair recently. Had a big box for it. And we went to throw it out, and I was too <laughs> pussy to go down like a three inch ditch. Three inch. You're lucky if it was that because I did not trust my car would be able to handle it and I've only been out with you once and I was shit scared and I don't I don't know how you do it because I would struggle to like I think I'd lose control of the car too easy oh yeah well when you're going through some of the tracks you're going forward but your steering wheel isn't forward yes I do remember seeing so you're sitting there you're driving forward and you're holding your steering wheel, and it's pretty much on a right angle. So this, it's a, it's a one-way ticket to needing a wheel alignment. Oh, yeah, definitely. But one, I remember one thing about your car is you have the ability to swap it from front wheel to all-wheel. Yeah. So that well, saved us. Rear wheel to all-wheel. Rear wheel to all-wheel, which saved us a couple times. Going up a hill near where I used to live... You, you had your car had to dig in deep. Oh yeah, to the get up there specifically made for tractors and their tires. And that that track was terrifying. It was because not only was it pitch black on a random weekday, I reckon, but that was also the first time I'd gone out. I had no expectations, and I didn't know where we were going because these tracks just go out. They have no end. Yeah, you can end up anyway so I'm just trusting that Jack knows where he's going he doesn't and I it's it's terrifying man I don't know how you do it oh yeah well if I had a an absolute bomb of a car I'd take you out to the clay pits now I've heard about the clay pits the clay pits Geordie had an old car he went to the clay pits you got some mountains up there that are are bare nearly vertical and he'd go off them. This is the patrol, the old patrol the old, that he had. The old bulletproof patrol that could go up anything. See, I think I've heard a story my dad told me, whether or not it's at these same clay pits, or no, I think it was where the hospital is now, before it was built. There used to be a track there. And my dad had had a car, a nice big dual cab four-wheel drive ute, and gave it to his mate to test run one time on the track. And it ended up on its roof, I believe. I'll have to get a refresher of that story one day and tell it properly from Dad. But, yeah, car on its roof. It was I think it was pretty much brand new. It was probably like a month old or something. Have you ever, going out in one of the tracks, have you ever feared that you're going to full flip your car? I haven't personally, but that day we did, yeah. You flip someone's Oh, car. no. No, we never flipped. We nearly tipped sideways. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, there was never any doubt of going backwards. So when you when you're doing stuff like that, is your mind thinking in the now, or are you thinking, all right, what am I doing if my car flips? Oh, you're just in the moment. So you just you're just praying that you keep control of the vehicle. Oh yeah, because I remember the only, or maybe I've been out a couple times. Because there was one time we went out with Bryce. Oh, yeah, and he, and he drifted his nerve. And <laughs> I've seen my mates drift their utes, like a little Falcon ute or a little Mitsubishi Lancer. And this day, Bryce decides he wants to whip a nav on gravel, shit gravel. <laughs> he pulled the sickest drift, and the car was about half a second from going all the way on its side and he pulled up next to us after it and was just like shaking yeah I think you need a new pair of pants after that oh absolutely that was even watching that I was shit scared because in that moment I was thinking fuck what do we do if he tips his car because like no you just pull him back over you just pull him back over and get it on with that was yeah that was good fun I don't I'm not a massive fan of it but I can see how people like it and I know Ethan's now gotten into it. Shout well, out Ethan again. If you do it right, you won't get much damage. And, yeah, that's... Well, from not knowing much about cars, that's my takeaway from it, is make sure your car's equipped for it. The only damage I've ever seen was on Geordie's car. One with his back window, and one on his, his rear shocks, which I have a video of that. <laughs> we, we were going on the power lines... And the power this, lines is a notoriously dangerous track. Oh, it's a it's a hard track, yeah. yeah. And this this track, it was pretty vertical, and it just went flat straight up the top. And he he was going backwards, going up in drive. <laughs> he was going backwards, so he just floored it, and he went up. He got a few inches of air, and he just slammed back down. And just crushed his shocks. And just crushed his rear shocks. Jeez. So, Ethan, if you're listening, don't take the power lines track. I don't think a Triton can handle it anyway. Uh, there but you go. There's a bit of, bit of, bit of ute banter <laughs> there, lads. Banter. So, look, I'm not big on the utes. Ethan's now into the utes. Ethan's getting a lot of air time today. So... Well, you're going to have him on one day. Well, he's. I'm pretty sure he's booked in. Ooh. And future guest one. Let's let's finish the Ute talk. Give let's give out a, a, a one bit of advice on your four B adventures. What would you say is the most crucial thing when you're going out for a track on a track? Uh depth test everything. Everything. Because well, the night we took Ethan out with Jared. We went through this this path. We even went out and depth tested it. Apparently, we didn't do it too well. Because <laughs> we went into it, and the water went over the, the bonnet of the car. Oh, Lord. And if I didn't have a snorkel, I would have flooded the engine. Jesus. I'm pretty sure the, the, car, nearly, uh, the car nearly stalled. It was that <laughs> deep. But I just, I just gunned it. We made it through. Of so, course, Ethan didn't go through it. He <laughs> he went around it after seeing that display. So, moral of the story, depth test everything. Everything. All right. That's the Ute talk out of the way. 
I reckon we can squeeze in one more good topic, which I reckon would be a nice closer. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Or actually, quickly, let's hit 2K21 NBA. Did you watch any gameplay, any streams of it last night? Um, I watched a bit of it, but I was playing Warzone with one of the boys. So yeah. I only watched it, well, in the pre-game. And what was Where you... everyone just sweats <laughs> for no reason. Facts. Please stop doing that. <laughs> just, like, let people execute people in the pregame. I don't know why that's not a thing. <laughs> so, from first impressions, what was your instant thought looking at it? Uh, the shooting meter looks ass. It does. The shooting in general looks shit. But the bloke I was watching, he did green a few. Who'd you watch? Uh, Tyson. Tyson's a freak. He is. He... So, you can't go anything by what did he does. Did you see what he did last night? No. He went 47-1 and one before he ended the stream. Which is ridiculous. From his first game on, he won 47 in a... It was something like that. Yeah, no, he's a freak. So, we won't be getting it until next gen, because we are crossing over gens. Yeah, so there's no point getting anything now. Which is the same as COD, so we'll jump into COD. Um, we didn't play the event. Did you watch the event, or watch like a video of the event? Um, yeah, I watched a video of the event. What do you think? To be honest, I don't remember it. it. It really... Not much happened. No, not really. Um, But the hype around Cold War is elite. Black Ops... I don't think I've played a bad, bad Black Ops game. Um, yeah. Black Ops 3 and 4 were different. Number 4 was... It kind of... It tried to go back, but it didn't... Yeah, it didn't do enough. Blackout definitely carried that game. Blackout was great. And that was... Was that COD's first attempt at... At a battle royale, battle royale, yeah. So that did alright. And Warzone... Warzone's good. Well, Warzone's taken Call of Duty to a next level. And it will continue to do that, because I believe they're riding off that now. So Yeah, because Cold War's going to have that in their menu too. And finally, I think everyone's just realised that Boots on the Ground is the best way to play COD. Oh, yeah. Because the... the like, what was... Was Infinite Warfare the first time they went EXO? Yes. That was, like... It was a cool, different experience, but nothing beats, like, boots on the ground war fighting. Yeah. And Modern Warfare isn't really a testament to that, because Modern Warfare's been shit. The first game they brought boots on the ground back was possibly one of the worst Call of Duties ever created. Which was... Was that... In World War Two? See, I never played that. You don't want to. I've not heard good things. It's not... It wasn't a brilliant game. So... I'm pretty sure I only reached about level 23 overall. That's terrible. That tells you a lot. And... For a guy that's... Master Prestige on Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2. I must say, maybe that's something I should start doing. And I'm actually... Fuck it. We're going to start it right now with you. Top 5... No, let's make it better. Top three COD players out of the boys. And I'm going to get everyone's... Everyone on the podcast eventually, I'm going to get their list. Top three. You can include yourself. Well, it depends what we're doing. All right, that's a good question. That's a good point. Because in, uh, in CDL, you're playing both Hardpoint and Search and Destroy. All right, let's just go a stock standard six-man search. Uh, no, maybe it's easier if we do 4v4s against each other. 4v4s against each other. If you take out one particular person using a class that should never be used by any person in the history of the game... I believe I know exactly what class and who you're talking about. Yes. 
if you take him out of the equation, the game would be normal. It would. And there's definitely people up there that carry. So let's say, for the example, let's set some, some control rules. So there's eight of us. I think there's more of us that play, but just say 4v4s. Think of the ten people that we usually play with. I think there's only four or five that compete for top three anyway. Everyone's using the gun that they're best with. So M4s all around the board pretty much. No, I don't I don't fuck with the M4, You're man. You're a CR-56, I'm a CR-56. Man. So just assume... Unless I'm getting shit on and I have to whip out the growl. Facts. So assume everyone's using their, their most comfortable weapon and they're playing their best Call of Duty. Pick your top three going from three to one and you can include yourself. Three to one. I don't want this to be a safe list. I want some controversy coming off this list. Uh, I'd probably put Max in at three. So Max is your stock standard M4 user. Yeah. He has more kills on the M4 than I think I have on the game. Yeah, he's got 12-odd thousand, I think, just purely on the M4. So Max on his day at number three. Yeah. Number two. I'd probably put myself. Francois. Yeah. Number two, Francis. And number one would be would be Jared. Jared on his day. Yeah. Just because of his play style, he's a, he's a fast dude. There you go. So that's the top three. Jez, number one. You, two. Max, three. With I want a close close fourth. I want a close fourth. Yeah. So I'll be interested to... I'm going to rat out all the boys and get them on every now and then. And I'll get everyone's lists. And I'll keep them up to date. But that's put the pressure on. you got to keep competing now. Keep that number two spot. Maybe take the number one spot. So in saying that, let's just make a quick... What's your top... If you had to play a six-man... With the boys, all on their day, all with their best classes, who's your six that you're taking? And in what... All right, let's say, actually, let's say for CDL. CDL. So you've got... Well, for starters, CDL's a yeah, five, Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to go to five. All right. You've got two ARs, two SMGs, and a sniper. Well, that's if you want to play like that. That's Let's just say we're <laughs> playing like that. Who, who are you taking for each? So two, two SMG, two AR, one sniper. I'm pretty sure I've only played about three CDL games in my life. Yeah, I think so. Do I have to put myself on this turn? You don't have to, but you can if you want to. All right, I'll throw myself on the turn. All right. Just as an AR. So, Francis, AR number one. And then you'd have Max as an AR. Max, AR two. And then Jared as an SMG. Yep. Uh, probably Angus as the second SMG. Yep. And then you as the sniper. I'll take that. So, I think... And you- switch you in and out with Owen. As sniper, yeah, I rate that. So as long Sorry, as, you, Tynan. As, <laughs> as long as you can convince Owen to not use that suppressed AX50, yeah, then you should be good. Although I have beaten beaten him in a few one v ones. Maybe we need to set up a big one v one tournament. No, we find don't. out the best player. No, we don't. <laughs> that would be a very toxic night. There would be some friendship enders on that night. All right, that's you know what that'll probably do it. I can't see the audacity screen. I'm guessing we're at about 50 minutes. Yeah, we are pretty much. That's, on. that's plenty of time. Um, so after all the technical difficulties, we made it. Hopefully, we haven't really been able to listen to this back yet. Fingers crossed this sounds crisp. I can already yeah. tell that the microphone quality on each end is better because last week with Ned... We Flanders, using, Flanders was a little quiet. We were using a terrible microphone, and I did my best to recover, but it didn't do the best. Did all Flanders. So, 
this week we're, we're looking good on quality. Hopefully the sound's good. Um, but that'll do it. Jackson, Francis, thanks for coming on. Oh, no problem, buddy. Um, you didn't want to shout out any socials or anything? No, not really. Not really? You want to shout out anyone that might be listening just to fucking give them a heads up? Nah. 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 You heard it here first. Fuck everyone. Yeah, fuck everyone. Um, I know who'll be listening. <laughs> I can tell who's I'll be listening. On in, I'll be on in the future with probably Flanders. We'll have... We're definitely going to do some group episodes. Uh, Flanders and you would be a good one. Just to purely talk about work. Japan, boys. I know you'll probably listen to this. You guys are booked in eventually. Um, I'd like to get Cohen on as well. I think he could give us some good Melbourne stories. So that'll do it for this one. Hopefully the audio is fine. I'm sure it will be. Make sure you follow all the socials uh, at Thompson underscore tunes on Instagram. I haven't been updating that at all and I'm going to put a post up right after this saying that I'll probably post this tomorrow because it might be too late to post it now. It's time to go play pro clubs. It's time to go play pro clubs. Um, follow the Instagram. Follow my Twitter at thejackth. I'm just tweeting about the Celtics at the moment. There's nothing else to tweet about. <laughs> Um. Oh, quickly, rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. That was the shittest part of last week. Oh, yes, indeed. He's an absolute hero, and I uh, pray for his family and all the, all of his friends and family, all those around him, will be missed, and we'll definitely be giving Black Panther a watch in the near future. But, yeah, that'll do it. Thanks for listening to this week, guys. Uh, if you listen... Oh, I almost forgot the word. Oh, the word of the... The word of the episode. As per, going to let the guest pick it. Give us, look around the room, pick anything. Give us a word that people can comment if they made it this far. Uh, Nemo. Nemo. I rate that as a big Nemo, Nemo plushie. My on big the, Nemo plushie that on I've the had. shelf up there. So, comment Nemo, N E M O, in the comments if you made it this far. Thanks, Jackson, once again for coming on, brother. Oh, thanks, buddy. And that'll do it. Thanks for that, guys, and we'll see you next week.